me, you, and the driver, we gotta get this photo together. We gotta get this selfie. Oh, open it. Have you got a bag? A bag for fucking what? We fucking grocery shopping or something. We doubling up on these bags. I was like, wow. Women are incredible. I've been out here every single weekend since I've been doing this. Picking up people who have had amazing nights. Fuck off, mum. I'm sleeping. I'm staying here. Leave me alone. I mean, I've always said this anyway, that this thing has killed me. But I can see I've aged. I look at my beard, mad grey hairs. It is mad. Hi, Andrew. My journey is available for pre-order via my website, andrewmensahjr.com. That's A-N-D-R-E-W-M-E-N-S-A-H-J-R.com. And for more content, follow me on IG and Twitter at andrewmensahjr. That's A-N-D-R-E-W-M-E-N-S-A-H-J-R. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrew Mensah Jr. Same spelling. Thank you. Story 19. Step 3. Your journey. I picked up a woman, and I'm sorry, but she looked in absolute state. A state. And I'll be honest, it's nothing new for both men and women. But it's time when it feels this happens more often than not. Maybe it's seasonal, I don't know. But this is not to say I'm sharp or always presentable, because we all have our moments. But why me? It's 11am and she's getting in my car. Barefoot. No shoes. She's not even holding them. I sighed and said to myself, she has no shoes. I just had my car wash. It was screaming Fred Flintstone. She was going to put rubble all over my floor. It appeared she stayed over at a guy's house and was making her way home. We've all stayed over at someone's house before. A friend, someone you're seeing, or your partner. So I'm not going to question that. It was a presentation. I should have said something in reference to where her shoes were. But the fact she didn't question it lets me know she didn't respect me enough. Or more importantly, herself. Whether it's a one night stand or otherwise, by the end of your evening, ensure you're in control of your actions and not absolutely wasted. Your standards and presentation will take you a long way, at least home safely. Throwing up. Voice note for my time as a driver. Let me just pause this. So anyway, I just paused the car to check whether this, this girl had potentially um, puked in my car. She didn't. Because I had to pull over literally on the roundabout while she, while she was puking. And I'm so thankful, like, for a couple reasons. Because when I first got in the car, I thought to myself, this is the reason why you have your GoPro in the car recording. So no fuckeries can take place. No nonsense can take place. The first thing when they got in the car, I was petrified. Blood! You've been moving a minute! Yeah, I've already gone around the roundabout within a minute. Oh, open it. Have you got a bag? A bag for fucking what? You fucking grocery shopping or something? You doubling up on these bags? Flipping hell, she's basically throwing up. I said, you, anyway, I open, she opened the door, she throws up or like attempts to throw up. Like, the, the, it's probably it's a, it's a reaction because it's a, I don't call it a gargling reaction. It's um anyway, some type of reflex action anyway. She's not throwing anything up. My goodness. When I say, I don't know if he was a black cabbie or like, I don't know too sure. I mean, it wasn't a black cab per se, black cab. It was one of them big vehicles, but he might have been a black cab license holder. Pulled over and he goes, you all right, mate? Thumbs up, said, I'm good. Thank you very much. Yo, when I say that made me, it made my heart go warm or warm my heart. It was like, yo, people are looking out for people out here. 
despite the fact that there's fractures between drivers and black cabbies, at least people are looking out for each other. Because that was, in my mind, that was sticky! Kind of just wild drunk girls just in your car just acting a fucking fool. Which brings me up to my point. Yo, people need to start fucking acting accordingly. Yo, it's Wednesday night. What are you doing now? Who am I? Me anyway. Not even now, now, now. you got to say the thing. Listen, I'm, I don't want to be out here um, saying people can't go out and have a drink and stuff like that. But yo, Wednesday night. And actually, just going past it, it was a student accommodation, which I might have said already. Student accommodation? Alright, cool. Students be out on Wednesday and stuff like that as well. She's lost her bits and pieces. But you need to learn to be in control of yourself. Blood! Get the fuck out of here, man. We're all out now. And when I mean jump back here, I'm not talking about you're messed and we're having, you're having a laugh and we can laugh about it. You're messed and you are fucked! Fucked! I've been looking at these people like, yo, you deal with this shit. I ain't dealing with this stuff. I'm a big man, you know. Big man, been through some shit. I ain't got time for this behaviour. People are crazy. Not dealing with this stupid behaviour. Crazy. I ain't dealing with this behaviour. Nah, I'm not me, King. I've worked far too hard. Far too long to be dealing with this behaviour. Drunk girls getting in my car at, uh, what's the time? 4.38. So it must have been at what? 4 o'clock? Fucking hell, man. I just want to make my peas and chill. Anyway, that's kind of ran over, but I'm vexed. Before I start with the stories of people throwing up in my car, I want to give an honourable shout out to another driver. I lost his details, unfortunately, but when I met him, he was a part-time driver studying history at university. He put me onto a better game and educated me on a few things. Before meeting him, I had a weak stance on people being sick in my car. Prior to this, I'd made provisions for people throwing up. I had bags, cleaning products and utensils, and I continued to. But I didn't know you can claim a minimum of £50 if someone threw up in your car. Moving forward, I was clear in letting them know the days of throwing up in cars with no repercussions are over. Are you going to be sick? You do know there's going to be a £50, £60 charge. It's amazing how many people were able to prevent it. One time a couple asked me to pull over so they can get out. We'll get out here and order another cab once we're okay. Can you please give us a five star to avoid affecting our rating? The lack of respect in some instances was unreal. I took a couple losses and looking back, they just didn't give a fuck. But that all changed one evening after a trip from Piccadilly to Islington. I picked up a couple off Shaftesbury Avenue. They got in the car and were quite chirpy. Unbeknownst to me, they'd been drinking. Heavily? No, at the time I wouldn't have thought so. It was still relatively early for a Friday evening, about 9pm. They were speaking in another language and perfectly well. Their tone appeared cool, happy, like they enjoyed their evening, until there was an expected bleh. The woman began throwing up. The guy quickly went to cover her mouth. I pulled over quickly and she finished throwing up. She composed herself and then we continued. I must say, although concerned, I didn't think it was much, as it appeared to be a gag reflex to begin with. My main concern was whether I'll be able to continue my shift after cleaning it. I gave them whites to clean themselves in the car as I continued with the journey. I asked them, repeatedly, would I be continue working? It was a big evening for myself. I had to make a lot of money, so any mishaps would be a disaster. They began arguing with each other. He wasn't pleased with her, and she was looking for a bit of sympathy. So it began to worry me. Every now and then I'd ask, is everything okay? Are you sure it's clean and that I'll be able to continue? They both responded, yeah, everything's fine, you'll be able to continue. As the ride came to an end, she was still looking for a bit of sympathy. As they got out of the car, they said, 
Everything's okay. Thank you for your help. It was a busy residential area of a pub on the corner. So I got out of the car to check for myself as I had just accepted another journey. I wanted to show all was well. When I opened the door, I couldn't believe the lies and deceit. But it wasn't just that. It was at that precise moment I thought, just like many other drivers, they think I'm a dickhead. As they walked towards the door, it wasn't the pub where I thought they were going. I said, wait, sorry, is that your house? They said, yeah. I continued, and you think you're just going to go home and continue with your evening? They expressed a blank look. Go in your fucking house and get something to clean my car before I fucking lose it, taking the fucking piss. If they were going out, I would have let it go. But they were going home as if nothing had happened, as if there weren't any implications to their actions. At that point, they knew I was serious. The guy began telling his partner off as they opened the door and went inside their apartment. I was unsure they were going to come back, and I began voice and text messaging my friends via WhatsApp. I was fuming. They told me to calm down, voicing the need for rationale and professionalism. Yo, yo, my guys, where is that to disrespect a couple? This girl, randomly just thrown over my car. Alright, I'm lucky and I have a bag, so remnants have gotten in the car, I've asked them, is there anything in the back of my car, can I continue working? And they're going, yeah, you can, you can continue working. I've got in the back of, I, I kind of told them, if I turn the light on, is there anything in the back of the car, I'm not going to be happy, you know, alright? So, because I'm thinking in my mind, if you bring someone in, if you bring someone in the car and you're going to throw up, at least give me a warning so I can help you out, blah, blah, blah. So, I get out of the car and I see some, basically some stick in the car. I said, you live here? They go, yeah. You don't, you don't, in, in your fucking mind, no common sense, you don't think, yeah, let me go get a towel and let me come clean this up. Yo, go in your house and go bring a towel and you come clean this up. Fucking dickhead. Figures start fucking throwing up and just walk out of the car and nothing happens. Fucking idiot. Have they actually, um, have they actually, did they actually end up cleaning up, going and get something to clean up? And my second thing is, does it have a policy in this kind of thing? So you see like how passengers can, dis- can um, passengers can um, dispute a journey. Does it have a policy for drivers where people are thrown up in their cars and so on? And do you, do you have to take pictures? How does it work? And I know it, it's of no benefit to you tonight because you want to continue working. But say it was your last job of the night and you went home and saw it in your car. Is, is there a way you could take pictures and somehow claim the money back for cleaning and stuff like that? Do you know why I'm really mad? She's cleaning the car now, telling me I need to put my belt on, boy. But I want to pull over away from the house and look over the car properly. She's cleaned it, but I've got to let other people... I want to work till four in the morning, you know. Can't have people just sitting up in, in some dirt, boy. This ain't no... Anyway. Blood, why I'm really mad. If you know when you think, I asked them a question, do you need me to pull over? Like, you know what I mean? Sort your life out, all that type of stuff. No, basically the answer was no, we're fine. I asked them, is the car... Like, just so I know, is the car cool? The car's cool, no problem, blah, blah, blah. In my mind, I'm telling myself, it's not possible for the car to be cool, because I saw you holding her mouth. And then I told you, I got a bag in the seat. You can just pull the bag, she can vomit whatever's in the car. Vomit in the bag. If you told her, that, if you told me the car, the car weren't cool, and we can sort it out when we get to the yard, not a problem, in my mind. But man lied, and then tried to get out. The moment you opened the car, I flicked the light, I looked around. So you, I was like, you fucking stupid. I, I can't be playing games on the next seven days. I need to make money, boy. I ain't got time for this shit. In my mind, the whole time, I was thinking to myself, I cannot be having no dickhead taking the piss. And I thought, this sets a precedent. Right? Because I know bad drivers are taking mad bullshit. And obviously, over the past couple weeks, I'm telling you, this person's been taking, not taking the piss, but this person said this and I've had to say this. This person said this, I've to say that. Yo, 
No disrespect. Not having it. I'm prepared to knock people out. I ain't having it. No. Eventually, the lady came out with some cleaning products and things to clean the car. I made sure everything was clean before I set off. If you were to do a poll, the vast majority of drivers live in fear of confrontation and dispute. I wouldn't accept this behaviour outside of work, so I would make a compromise at work. From there on in, I didn't accept any form of inappropriate behaviour. And if I had my GoPro recording, which was often the case, I would feel comfortable and confident in any dispute. 